on vacation again. And I want long hair again. Talk normal. And I want long hair again. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's your voice. Um, okay. Welcome. Stop talking, Mr. Murray. <laughs> Not cool. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat episode 32. It's the holiday edition. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's after Christmas, so it's not. Right? Yeah, it's the 26th. We're pretty late to the party. We are. We've been um, enjoying our holiday. We took a couple days off for the holiday season, but now we're back. Uh, we've got a really good episode about reasons why, like with the side of like the good side effects of going vegan, like what happens besides just being awesome. Like apparently some other like substantially cool things happen to your body. Nothing we haven't talked about before, but something we've never year. talked about before. That's why you should listen to this podcast. It's riveting. It's amazing, and um, that's that. But before we get into that meat and potatoes if you will i want to go over food we've been making so one jimmy and i have started vlogging which i don't know if you guys know what this means but it's like blogging but with a v it's a video i don't think we know what it means no but we started doing it just for i don't know what we attempted to do it for 30 days yeah a couple people requested it like one person requested it um and it's just I think two no really it was like not even one like someone said in no, passing, your kids were talking about it my kids definitely did not students yeah but they weren't like you should do this anyways so it's us like it's like a diet a video diary of like our lives and what we eat and what we do all day and you can go check it out it's on youtube you don't feel the need to. No worries. It's kind of just, I don't know. It's like a fun thing to document our lives. It's the best vlog on YouTube. It's number one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's just, it's just fun to like, I don't <laughs> know, look it's back. It's not the highest ranked. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> no. the best one to watch. Well, because we're in it and we think we like ourselves, but no, it's not the best one out there. Well, I like your food and it's a good way to see it get made. Yeah. So anyways, we've been doing that, but while doing that, I've really upped my game on like all these foods that I've been making and it's the holiday season. So I've been making an extra amount of dishes, you know, for holiday parties and whatnot. So I'm just like a little worn out of, of cooking food. Like it's just, I don't know, gone above and beyond recently. So, yeah. So what have, what have you been making, Lisa? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Jimmy. Um, so I don't know. An assortment of dishes on our vlog you can check out. But tonight we had some enchiladas, a white bean and mushrooms and spinach enchiladas. And tip, usually I take uh, just like a jar of enchilada sauce. I like the green enchilada sauce. And I mix it with sour cream. And that's what I use as like my sauce on top of the enchiladas, you know, like you roll them up and then you put the sauce on top. But this time, instead I used an avocado instead of the sour cream just to make it as plant-based as possible and it was super good. It wasn't missed. It was, it was what? The sour cream was not missed. Oh, I was really? like, what? It was a <laughs> miss. No, I could tell it was something different, but it, it was, was good like different. citrusy. Yeah. It was a little zing like to the, it. The creaminess that I'm used to, I guess. I don't know. They were... It was a good step up. It was a good step. That's good. I wouldn't say go back. Okay. Well, so that's what we had tonight. Um, yesterday was Christmas and we had, I don't know, just like pasta, a, like a ton of food and a cauliflower mash. It was mostly potatoes. Yep. There was just like a couple cauliflowers. Lisa in found there. a way to put a ton of vegetables into some pasta, pasta sauce. sauce. Yeah. Which you can't I mean, tell. You just blend it up. It's, it's kind of child's play if you will but james um our son does not like to eat anything of the vegetable sort he's actually kind of like a jerk about eating like we, yeah. were, we were like said something he went to this is funny we went to my parents house for christmas yesterday and both my parents are vegan and um he he's kind of like that that jerky kid that'll be like look at this i'm eating bacon mm, cow or pig or whatever you know like he like rubs it in your face which is super jerky and not cool we should definitely try to change that well we we have i mean obviously he he doesn't live with us 100 percent of the time yeah so when he does we decide what he eats when he doesn't obviously we don't have any control over that so he's kind of balancing that right you know and struggling i don't know struggling but like 
He goes yeah. from one world to the next. Right. Yes, definitely one extreme to the next. But anyways, he was at my parents' house and he was having a glass of milk, which I don't know why. But And he said to you, he was like, ooh, dad, I'm drinking milk. Mm. And you were like, it's actually soy milk. They don't have real milk out And he was here. like, no, dad, I'm pretty sure it's milk. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, James. No. It's actually soy milk. <laughs> but well, that's really funny. Um. Anyway, so that was Christmas, and now it's the day after Christmas. Jimmy and I don't go back to work till January 8th. Yep, so we're just going to be banging out a podcast a day. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, we're <laughs> heading up to New York in a couple days to spend some time with his family, and um, we'll document that. It'll be all super fun, and I don't know. That's it for that. Yeah. Right? You can get into the meat and the potatoes. That was the appetizer course. The cheese plate is done. Oh, gosh. I got to talk about cheese, man. I made some cheese. Yeah. I made some vegan cheese, and it was super good. Like, like spreadable type cracker cheese. Yeah. So I got this book called Vegan Cheeses. I'm glad they jumped on that name uh, or that title of that book. And I made like it's like a fake gorgonzola. But it used this stuff, Rejuvelac, which is this, this funky thing, Rejuvelac. Like, it's like a fermented drink. And um, it makes the, the cheese, the, like, the cashew cheese, funky tasting. Like a blue cheese or like a gorgonzola or something. And it's sitting in our fridge right now just getting funkier and funkier with every day. And I'm really excited. Do you want to walk us through that a little more? Or? There's so much to it. You got the Rejuvelac. You got, it takes like days to make. And then... You soak your cashews. You blend them up with all these stuff. It's actually not that difficult. It's just patience. You have to have yeah. some patience and it's very time consuming. I mean, it took, you know, like to get the final product, it probably took like five or six days, Yeah. which in cheese making actually isn't that hard because cheese in general, like cow's cheese takes um, a couple of days. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it could like ripen or and that, ripen. The tofu Louis story about oh, he'd made making cheese, cheese in his bedroom. Yeah. But yeah, it, it turned out pretty great. And yeah. well, Lisa made like four or five. I made three, three. And one didn't go so well. It was like bizarre. If you've ever used a gar out there, it like makes stuff really firm. It was, um, it wasn't very appetizing. I didn't think that was that bad. I just didn't think that a non-vegan would eat it and say like, ooh, this tastes like cheese. Yeah. Well, I liked I, what I was, it tastes like. I was also using like seeds instead of nuts. And nuts are much creamier than yeah. seeds. I didn't think it was bad. Nuts are much creamier than seeds. Well, God, I gotta. Sorry. Jeez. That's intense. <laughs> that statement I just made. I would have ate that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I threw it out. The second one was really good. And the third one was amazing. Yeah. So we made some cheese. We. I made some cheese. I taste tested it. It was really good. So that's exciting. Well, the third one was the best. And yeah. Second one I spread, spread on a bagel. Yep. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, anyways, let's just like clear the air that I made some vegan cheese and it was not disgusting and it was exciting. Yeah. We're, you, you'll put that recipe somewhere or did you? Um, I put it. I'll put it on the internet you know <laughs> it's on the last vlog too on youtube okay. which is lisa's vegan family yeah but if you search lisa beach your meat it comes up god we're just so extra okay let's get into gotta it gotta get it out 15 there 15 reasons actually before that oh, god. shout out to australia australia so when, whenever i G'day, look at mate don't do like that? don't no don't do that <laughs> they're just, just shutting down everything i'm about to say is shutting down. why <laughs> um when i look at our stats our number the number um, we live in america in ohio but the number two country that listens to us used to be canada then it was the uk for a while then all of a sudden it's australia, australia like by a, a lot a landslide by a by a, by a Telly wagon. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sorry, Australia. Um, we love you. I, I just had a student who I was really upset that was in my class for the first half of the year. And then she said she was moving home. And I was like, where? And she was like, Australia. And we were like, what? Yeah. So that's really weird. And actually, I told her about that. And she was like, oh, yeah. There's a ton of vegans in Australia. Really? And uh, But anyway, so an article came out today. or no, yesterday on Christmas. Um can to, I have that pillow? I just spilled my drink all over myself. And you're going to clean it with a pillow? It's water. 
Oh, <laughs> that was a whine. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're really getting cozier on here. <laughs> but anyways, real quickly, an article came out yesterday that said uh, the number of Australian families opting for vegan Christmas is like exploding all time high. Um, yeah, the I heard, like one out of three families are vegan in uh, in Dananda. Not that much. <laughs> one out of three. Um, almost one out of ten. Really? Isn't that insane? That is really high. Um, roughly eight point seven five percent of the population, um, is touting some sort of veganism. That's super cool. Let's go to Australia. That's huge. Let's go Dananda. I think we're like one percent. Let's go. They probably mm. hate that. What my accent? They probably think it's super cute, and they're like, "Oh, she's so sweet." Well, if you're any of our Australian Australian listeners, please email us. Uh, we'd love to talk to you or about what what's happening in Australia. I didn't know it was what's happening in Australia. Though the veganism. veganism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, it's picking up bigger than anywhere in the country. Like Australia, it's also the they're third just like their own world, fastest man. That's growing crazy. country in the world. Yeah, Australia is, that's cool, man. Okay. They're their own continent, right? Yeah. Props um, Australia. Yeah, hit us up. Please email us at lisabeatsyourmeat at gmail.com if you're Australian. <laughs> we want to talk to you. If you're any origin, though, you know, we're down. Okay, moving on. 15 reasons why being a vegan is super cool. Okay, what's well, the end of the year? Uh, actually, this comes from the same site as the Australian article. Um, but Fake news. I was just looking at the end of the year, you know, big news articles. There's always lists. It's all about lists at I, the end of the I year. I love a list, man. I know you do. I write a list every morning with stuff I have to do. Well, this is the I list. I have like a professional list and then I have a no, personal list. End of the year is always like the top 10 or like. Yeah. No, I knew what you were getting at. Okay. Man. <laughs> just making sure. So like grocery list of 2017 mm-hmm. well this is a good article there's a ton of that have come out many more will probably in the, in the f- in a few days but this is the 15 side effects you might experience when going vegan this is from live kindly which is uh i believe it's a british um yeah site organization or newspaper or periodical or something periodical <laughs> damn the word i haven't Heard in a while. Well, right. anyways, it's Let's a good article. It. Um, it's well written. Britain obviously is also uh, moving quickly into the vegan world. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are the fifteen things that a vegan experiences, and a few of them we've talked about. Um, we're just gonna kind of brush the surface of all of these. But if you are a vegan, these are the things that you can brag about. And if you've experienced these things, um, it's worth sharing because a couple of these are convincing enough to make anyone do it but if you're not a vegan these are some of the things that you will experience and i I personally we'll see i don't think i could disagree with any of these uh first one energy energy i got it increase energy you don't really have a comparison of pre and post veganism no but i um no and i'm skewed though because i'm like a new mom and when you're a mom you just get um like i think your body like goes into like just this different I'm in it I'm in a whole nother level you know like I'm I don't know if I'm tired or if I'm actually not tired like I'm just moving at all times and it's it's just like my natural state so am I tired I don't know (laughs) am I awake I don't know yeah it's it's I'm in another zone so I don't know I feel like I have energy and but I felt like that from the get-go of like having Bob I felt like I bounced back and like wasn't super tired like i can remember in like three instances where i was like really tired with a newborn that i was like this is ugh, i'm really tired but for the most part i was kind of like okay yeah even when you were pregnant i mean you had the your, beginning god yeah, that's no, for everyone pregnant so tired in the beginning you know no amount of carrots is gonna overcome the first trimester <laughs> it was that was devastatingly tiring oh man well what interesting thing about that is uh a lot of athletes are going vegan. Yeah. And they most of them don't turn back because they get hick hook to it. Yeah, they like They need the energy. I mean, yeah. talk about I mean, I'm not an athlete, but I do mm-hmm. play ice hockey or you know, we run, we exercise, we work out. Yeah. Um You're if, active. If you are not vegan and you are active, um try it. <laughs> after yeah. after I mean it takes a little while. Um 
But I don't know if you heard. I actually we didn't talk about this. You and me personally. Oh, um, I just heard about this. So I. This is like on air conversation. Yes, the Tennessee Titans, who I'm was hoping would be losing because they're in the run against the Buffalo Bills for the playoffs. Yeah. A few of them went vegan, and then it spread like wildfire across their team. Oh, really? And uh, the this, whole team is vegan. Well, this article says they're going to the, win the Super Bowl. Meet the NFL team that went vegan, and uh, I don't think the whole team did, but they are going to the playoffs. They had a huge run at the end of the season, and uh, I guess as they got better and better, more guys that would make sense. We're getting on board. It. I mean, it does make you just feel cleaner. You know, yeah, you have to see this picture, but I'll show you later of their meal prep, but. We've talked about how much more you have yeah. to consume, like actual amount of food. Right. Um, but so they're just eating mountains of food. Yeah, but they're, I mean. Well, Tom Brady was plant-based and he's, he could, I, can he get hurt or something? <laughs> well, you have this like, I don't know. There's a lot of people who have their, oh, I don't know about it or yeah. it's just a fad. It's it's this or that. Right. But if you got, talk about energy, you have NFL players that are week after week <laughs> sustaining veganism yeah. and continuing to do it, you know that the energy thing is not that's, bullshit. That's a funny concept because I feel like I've had people argue with me like, oh, are you are you tired or are you cold because you don't eat your meat? You're not yeah, eating enough meat. Which you get sick and they can't heal you. Yeah. <laughs> but someone it, say that to me I, I feel like if an NFL player is playing against, you know, like he's like a gladiator. If that's that they're feeding themselves with plants then like it's okay you know yeah it's gonna work and yeah. if they're continuing to do it because all they're doing is constantly trying to get better and improve their game and right if if you're if you're gonna be vegan for even a month and play an nfl game and then do it again the next week you know that you felt better in that game right that has to, the proof's in the pudding yeah so that's the, not part of the article but the avocado mousse pudding um, i'm just kidding moving on so speaking of avocados energy so things that give you energy allegedly bananas avocados hummus brown rice nuts all of those things yeah. um number two lower cholesterol obviously obvi we've talked about that a lot if you're not eating other cholesterol beings, you're not going to have high cholesterol. Yeah, you're not going to get it in there. That's uh, funny because someone the other day, I was like talking about my cholesterol and they were like, it was like well known. She was like, oh, because mm, of your high cholesterol. I was like, damn, <laughs> how did you know my scores? You talked about it. Yeah, but I just I was like, oh. Yeah, there's like over 50 like legitimate studies now that just show that but it's obvious i mean you're it not, is you're not taking it in yeah you're just not physically going to be eating it if you're not eating um any sort of animal product interesting that the leading cause of dietary cholesterol in america is hot dogs close chicken chicken um, oh ch chicken became chicken like is a weird concept because whoever promoted or advertised chicken did a really good job the make, program of making us think that it was super healthy that it was it's the good meat yeah it's, what it, what and it's there? like not like a delicious like i mean you can fry up some chicken it's good but actually i've like never had fried chicken but like a chicken breast always seems like really dry to me you know yeah jesus christ uh, alexa is talking about chicken Oh my! We God. we got a new thermostat and it has Alexa built into it. She won't shut up. What is she saying? Alexa, stop it! What is she talking? She never talks this much. <laughs> talking about math. Hold on. A oh second. my God! Alexa, that this is the scariest thing. Oh. Did she just read? She just read a paragraph. I think she heard us say. The most she's ever said before is like, here's what I found on the web. <laughs> that was terrifying. Anyway, sorry. Oh, um, all right. Let's not talk about chicken anymore. Moving. Alexa's going to come back. It's the hip meat. Okay. But also cholesterol is, is going to so, kill like, you. Isn't it kind of scary that Alexa's listening to us at all times? She's not listening. She's just listening for her name. And then when she hears it, then she's listening creepy just kidding she's okay listening so um, chicken was hoodwinked us all to think it was a healthy meat and yeah, it's actually not it's it's, oh, it's, not, it's not like it's like not healthy meat it's just it's the same yeah in comparison to beef or pork it's not any better for you yeah we just became convinced it is 
because it's probably the easiest to produce in large quantities. It's so. definitely the easiest to produce. So feel bad for all those chickens. So many chickens are killed. Oh my god! So yeah. it's like a crazy amount of chickens. And chickens. Chickens are cool, man. I don't want to talk about it. Let's not. Let's move on. We're gonna get some. Yeah, we want. I just want to get some for eggs, but I, now I just want to get no, some. No, I just want because, them to like be um, my friends. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat their eggs. But when I was thinking that like mm-hmm. a year ago, I was reading about them, and apparently they're pretty cool. Like they're, chickens, they're cool ass pets. Yeah, like they're funny and they like. We could fulfill my dream of living on a farm. We'll get there. All right, number three. I've talked about a lot. He just rolled his eyes. Like, <laughs> number three. Okay, we're going on with number three. <laughs> We're going to have a city in the chicken. <laughs> That's chicken, chicken in, the city. in the city. Okay. You ever had city chicken? No. What's city chicken? We talked about that before. It's fried pork on a stick. Why is it called chicken? I don't know. We They used to give it to us in school. City chicken. Where did you grow up? It was it was a nice little Catholic school. But, oh, okay. Um, number three, I personally experienced a lot. So what I talked it? about it a lot. Is uh, improved skin. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I've had some awful skin, uh, not just on my face, but on my back, um, my chest, my neck. It's really bad acne. Yeah. Pretty much my Definitely whole life. cleared up. Yeah, it's amazing. It's funny. I remember my, my mom was always just like. She's like, oh, honey. It was always like, oh, you know, like she yeah. never like asked us about what we were wearing or our hair or she just like let us be ourselves. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, my mom would be like. Did you see that commercial for that thing? And I was like, what? And she'd talk about this acne commercial. This is before proactive. Yeah. One time she, my, the, my parents like were like, you take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, like I have six sisters, big family. And, uh, you know, we, so we didn't, we knew not to ask for anything cause we knew it was just kind of like selfish. There's just too many people to take care of. Yeah. So we didn't get like the coolest clothes or the coolest whatever. We had our paper outs to pay for our own stuff. And I remember my mom being like, do you want that thing on the TV? <laughs> and I was like, it's like a hundred dollars, mom. <laughs> she <laughs> bought it for you? Of course not. And she was like, it's cool. No, it's fine. But in her head, she's probably like, your face is covered. Were you, did you have your whole face was acting? terrible. I was, it wasn't like that I had a lot of it. It wasn't like, some people get it like. Like their like their whole face is crumbly, kind of. Oh I just had like seven or eight, like horrifying big guys like wounds on my face. Oh man! Oh, it was terrible. And this shit didn't work at all. I had really good skin when I was like a little, like when in adolescence, like in middle school, when everyone started getting zits, I didn't get any. And I remember like girls being like screw you bitch and i was like yeah i can't help it i just have clear skin and then i feel like um in my like i feel like i had more zits in college than i did like in my like teenage years yeah and i, I just recently got over one zit and it lasted <laughs> seven days well we all get them it happens yeah, yeah it was one and i was really uncomfortable with it I had like the talk worst, about like, it in front of my class. Like, okay, let's talk about it. I've got a zit. I'm well, they'll kidding. bring it up before we do. Yeah. They're shameless. You have anything wrong with you. They're Going like, to a high school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, when I started gaining weight when I was pregnant, they were like, what's wrong with you, Miss O? You're looking a little thick these days. And it's like, you can't have, like, thin skin and work in a high school. No. Or thick skin either, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Number four. Oh, uh, well... To wrap up the skin thing, oh. immediate, not immediate, four to six weeks for me personally, mm-hmm. and then it's it's never been the same. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't get blemishes, I don't get zits, but... Your skin's pretty good now. It's light years. I used to like enjoy used to be. Like, trying to get rid of your zits, and I can't do that anymore. Nice. Oh, I remember my dad, just like I did, like my back would just... That, those were painful. Oh, I couldn't even sit in a car. That's horrifying. Crazy. Not mm. anymore. Nope. They're gone. And this is pretty much the only variable that right. I can credit it to. Um, cold showers, give a little credit to. Yeah. But I was vegan for a year and a half before I took cold showers. And so add those to veganism. You're good to go. Perfect. Um, again, I can also attest to this improved digestion. Oh, God. <laughs> We've talked enough about yeah my pre and post digestive yeah um but we can talk like I'm not gonna talk about going to the bathroom but I guess we can say that like 
if you're not, if stuff's not moving like at like a regular pace, something's wrong, you know? Like yeah. you should be going to the bathroom every day. And if you're not going to the bathroom every day, it's not, I'm not going to like, you know, criticize you and say something's drastically wrong with you. I'm just, that that's abnormal. You yeah. Know? So, and like a vegan diet just ensures that. And also from a girl, like if I didn't go to the bathroom, you know, regularly, I would be really like not happy. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm just like, that's just a nor I think a normal thing. Like if I was, that's just not cool. I would well, be like pissed. It's obviously fiber is what keeps things moving. And it's something we're supposed to naturally have. But as a non-vegan trying to get fiber would be like raisin bran or right crappy cereal or, or like sugary Metamucil. cereal or yeah, buying products or taking pills. And um, you just didn't really come across it. Just being a vegan inherently, you're going to get that fiber pretty easily. Yeah. It's and like everything. you said, when you became vegan the first time, you know, years ago, you were like, if you would have told me that just eating vegan would have helped me go to the bathroom, I would have done it like way earlier. That's that's what hooked me before any of this health, environmental. Because yeah, it helped you go to the bathroom. Cruelty free, blah, blah, blah. But after a month, not just go to the bathroom, but I don't want to get into too many details, but like. Go into the bathroom. And not leave sweating. A, ha, yeah, have a natural, yeah. fairly quick evacuation. Right. And, and get up and go. Not like, to talk used about... used to be more of a production. That's disgusting. But not to talk about pooping so much. But honest to God, it seems like a lot of people like really, really struggle. You know, like it's not like the normal to go to the bathroom. And what's normal now is to not be normal, you know? Yeah. Like I, not, okay. But like to go into work, <laughs> you know? And like go into like the ladies' restroom. There's some ladies just dropping some terrible things in there. And I'm yeah. like, that's not healthy. There's but it's, two ends of the spectrum here. Like mine was like constipation. Yeah, or. But then I feel like there's even more commonly. Mass evacuation yeah, at all just times. Like horrifying things happening. Yeah. But it's just, it was like that was normal. And I feel like that's kind of sad to like, to just constantly have like a n crappy day, you know, like a crappy day. Yeah, like, like, James. like emergencies yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, like James came home from school the other day and I think it was dairy related because his stomach hurt so bad and he like, I don't know, like something's wrong with his bathroom habits. And it was like, and, and honestly, God, his stomach did hurt, you know, like we've all been there. And yeah, that's a terrible, painful terrible feeling. And like for him, he's what in the third grade. That's super, I don't know, that has to be traumatic, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like him worrying like crap i gotta go to the bathroom but that's just awful that that's like a normal kind of thing it's terrible i don't i don't like it yeah well so we're getting there yeah um number cinco yeah number Numeral five cinco <laughs> improved bm i i yes oh like what joke i did there oh i get it um, so like less fat and yeah your body? you're not gonna be obese i mean yeah you're gonna I th what is this, this is recent data linked meat consumption and growing obesity issues, obviously. Um, it's been found that one serving of processed meat per day increases the risk of di diabetes by 51%. One serving of processed meat. Yeah, that's um, And then bad. obviously the vegan diet frequently assists with weight loss. There's countless studies that show that, you know, not just vegans, but plant-based mm -hmm. 90% you know most of your calories coming from right um, plants, being cognizant. you're not going to be obese it's almost impossible um you have to really go out of your way to, to eat, eat just a like ton. garbage well it's not we i mean we talked about what makes a vegan skinny what makes a vegan fat um you can eat vegan garbage we i feel like i gained a couple pounds because there's tons of vegan garbage you have because to it was christmas time and i was eating a lot of like processed vegan food I mean, you get oils and overdo it on that or overdo it on any sort of saturated fat. Yeah, you're yeah, going to gain and weight. And yeah, so it's like, I don't know. Being vegan is not a cure-all. You have to be like, you know, trying to get the right stuff in you. Yeah, I think it's just easier to avoid it. It is very like easy. Like when I went into the staff lounge on our Every day. party or whatever. Yeah. There wasn't like, hey, here's all these vegan cookies and muffins and cupcakes. I would eat them. But every non-vegan in there 
had all those options. Right. They had that was actually the only options. <laughs> like everyone brought donuts. Right. Everyone brought sweets and treats and And um, you didn't have that option, so you just inherently didn't get to eat that. Yeah, and I would have. Which is cool. For sure. Well, I would have just because I like to promote anything vegan. That's what I justify. <laughs> so like, I should probably eat that. Yeah, like any sort of like vegan treat that's like at like a restaurant or like a store, like a coffee shop. I'm like, whoa, I got to support my community. Obviously. <laughs> Actually, there is a new vegan lemon muffin at a local coffee shop we have to go support. Let's go do that tomorrow. I'm down. All right. Number six. You're keeping up. Um, low blood I know pressure. How to, I know how to spell. Or not, oh my God. I just said I know how to spell. <laughs> I know how to count. It's Tuesday, December 26th. <laughs> on number six. Uh, lower blood pressure. Okay. Um, so I guess that goes along with cholesterol. Yeah. But research shows that plant-based diet substantially reduces blood pressure. Um, obviously, I guess not obviously, but if you have high blood pressure, Blood pl- trouble, pressure. Trouble blood pressure. That's a hard pleasure, one. Pressure. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> um, you're warned to stay away from certain meats. But, yeah. Um, the how, heart for. Oh my god. <laughs> Yelling at me earlier. <laughs> the Heart Foundation and Blood Pressure UK recommend increasing your vegetable, fruit, nut, and whole grain intake to assist blood pressure levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You've um you explained this really well once, but like oh, your no. arteries, obviously, you know the, what they the, want to be open. Yeah, the less room there is for blood to pass through, the higher the pressure gets. Yeah, like a like a valve, you know, like yeah. like our where veins are our tubes, and if there's like blockage in your tubes, then your blood's gonna have a harder time moving around your body. Your body, your blood wants to move around your body freely, you know, like. As easy as it can. That's why people take blood thinners so their blood can move around. Yeah, through the yeah the blocked arteries. Yeah, and um, so you don't want that. You want your blood to be moving, you know, in a, a open artery. And so if you've got a high blood pressure, that means, you know, like pressure would be that your arteries are tighter. Yeah, that's insane to think that you're going to thin your blood so it can move to solve this problem. Yeah. Make it less like viscous, I guess. Ooh, look at that word. Yeah, yep. it's a. I mean, I don't know. Like, um, medicine obviously has like an amazing impact on our society, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes people use it as a cure all, and they don't try to solve the problem. They just put a band aid on it, and that's what a lot of medicine and a lot of our medical technology is this day is just a band aid, and no one's trying to cure the problem. And it's just going to repeat itself over and over. You're just buying yourself time, basically. Yep. Like, I don't want to, like, get my words misspoken. I'm just saying that that a lot of medicines or medical technologies that help, say you have a problem, they they can help it. But you should also be doing everything you can to, um, you know, help your condition as well. You know? Yeah. I I mean... You like could, I had high cholesterol, so maybe I went on high cholesterol pills. I didn't, but say I did, I'd also need to be investigating how I can help my body just be its better self. Yeah, and that's, I guess, the whole story that we've talked about so much with the medical community. But in real, yeah, in reality, it's just something that, and it it's when, not a cure. It's not a cure, and it it also says to someone who's not paying attention, like, oh, I might accidentally get high blood pressure someday but at least there's this medicine i can take yeah like you're not you're not telling there's no accountability in it that this high blood pressure could be because of things that you've done right um to your body no no one wants to take accountability no everything that happens to me just happens to me i didn't do anything anything wrong man well number seven is disease i'm such a dick (laughs) sorry (laughs) no you're not we need more dick (laughs) this <laughs> out there All right, a disease um yeah so we've talked about the world health organization and calling meat a carcinogen and all that stuff um but over and over and over studies are showing that um heart disease and cancer are linked to our environment and our diet and um so do what you can to avoid those yeah we don't need to kill this one but no we've the done it processed before. food uh especially the meat 
is Just so bad. Yeah, I I think that's why America is suffering so much from this. Yeah. Um, you're most likely as an American going to die from heart disease or cancer. And that's not the case for a lot of different cultures, a lot of different countries. Who are eating meat and dairy. Yeah. They're just eating it at a different rate and a different caliber. And a different caliber, yeah. The processed is what I think separates us from a lot of other countries. Definitely. We invented the processed meat. Yeah. So take that out of your diet. Listen, man, if you want to eat some meat, you want to eat some dairy, uh, you know, I'm obviously going to not think that's super cool, but just... Buy the highest freaking quality meat and dairy that you possibly can. That's yeah. just, that's it. Like and there's, and there's no, I don't know. Like I can't think of a reason why you should be buying really crappy stuff. I run a, a budget when it comes to our food. And if you're not spending your dollars on your health, then what is it that, you know, like that, that should be your number one. <laughs> that's a good point. People are like, I I just can't afford to eat like that. But you can afford like you're driving like a three year old car. Yeah. It's like oh, but like maybe drive a ten year old car no, and I don't, not put shit in your body. I don't. Yeah, but I'm also like you can afford to get a disease down the road. You know that stuff's expensive. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, like, just preventatively, you know, if you're gonna eat meat and dairy, just try to buy the nicest quality stuff that you can get. That way that maybe you can avoid some of the stuff down the road. And disease is super expensive. I like think, 100%. I think, I, th- I think and I hope we'll see a shift in this direction though. Because I think a lot of these companies out there and we'll talk, we've talked about lobbying and what what's going on with laws. And we're, we're all just trying to get the cheapest shit. Mm-hmm. And food, and that's, food that's has just become consumerism. part of that. Yeah, yeah, and food has become part of that. That's hard um, to break that. But I think if Americans, if we can keep having this conversation and keep explaining and understanding that what we eat does affect our health, mm-hmm. then Americans will be willing to pay a little bit more for uh, what and they it, eat. But it has been. The amount of... Yeah, it's, it's heading in that direction. The amount of like fake meat sales, I don't know, I saw like a statistic about this just the other day, have skyrocketed and soy milk and almond milk has the sales have skyrocketed. People are in that direction. Yeah, and so. but I mean, they've had to bring themselves down competitively with prices. But yeah, even, I guess Tyson Chicken the other day came out and said that uh, plant is the protein of the future. Ooh. Tyson Chicken, like one of the biggest corporations ever. Yeah. And made off, you know, the backs of literally chicken right. and cow. Um, sees this sweet. too. But I'm just saying like when it comes to your personal family budget, um, veganism isn't more expensive. It's I don't not know. and it <laughs> that's is. That's not what I'm trying to say. It isn't. It's weird because you can be um, a super expensive vegan. You can be a super expensive vegan and then you cannot be. Here's the thing, though, is that there's a lot of vegan processed food. Like, you know, I can get some frozen meals that are quote unquote healthy and like on, like not super unhealthy, but they're vegan. Like I could go to Trader Joe's and drop $300 on some crazy stuff that all is like somewhat healthy, somewhat not. And that's a vegan diet. And that's I'm plant-based and I'm going to get some protein you know like there's like jackfruit all prepared for me and ready to go and that's expensive kind of stuff but if you want to be plant-based and you got the time and the energy and the effort then it's not necessarily expensive to go buy you know some lentils and whip it up in a super healthy fashion like the what are the burgers that we like so much beyond beef yeah like those are expensive those are I mean kind of they're about the same prices real beef that's quality but compared to like but my plant-based like chili or something that's not super expensive or that veggie they, burger you made the other day those are super cheap it's just that not everyone has you know two hours out of their day to prepare meals like that's unrealistic yeah. so in that you know in our like busy lives like we get it that you're gonna have to you know substitute with some process yeah and it Again, a meat eater or a vegan or a vegetarian. Um, I, I just hope there's a point where people can realize that your health should be number one. Everyone, I think, would agree that it is number one. But I think a lot of people don't understand that what you put in your body is that has a big part of, you know, that, right. that outcome. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Number eight, longer life expectancy. Along those terms. Duh. Um, so the, the first thing's like short term. There's definitely short term vegan health effects, but 
Uh, one thing that, you know, I think about a lot is the longevity of, you know, me. Right. And veganism is sh- has been proven to be the longest life expectancy. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to die. There was one study that showed. I'm pretty sure it's just you're done, man. <laughs> no. You know? No. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really think that, do you? I don't know. We have time for this. But. I was in the car the other day and I was looking out and that's when I asked you. I was like, do you think the animals go to heaven? And you were like, I don't know. I'll look up the catechism or something. And then it just like got me thinking, you know, like even if it's not just gone, it's definitely not the same, man. No, it's heaven. Uh, I want to be here for a while. I want to do all the good I can, but. I don't know. I personally don't have a doubt in my mind that I'm not just going to be gone when I die. Hashtag faith. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that if possibly one thinks you are just gone, I'm not saying I think that way. I'm just saying if I thought that way, I got to really like use up the days I got here, you know? Yeah. Well, either way. <laughs> so, all right. Pod Talk Thursday. Moving on. Number 10. Well, let me finish this one up. You just live longer, right? Uh, Yeah. Well, I like this statistic. Roughly 70% of deaths are related to lifestyle and are more importantly preventable um, based That's on cool, staggering couple of these studies. But um, I agree with that. And I think that's going back to what we were just talking about, not something that everyone quite understands or likes to talk to about. Admit. Man, I can't believe you think we just die. I'm sorry. No, I don't think I don't think that I said I was just thinking about it, man. Like I'm just pondering okay, yeah, it. Yeah, once in a while I think about that, like what if? Yeah. I'm just There's a lot of people that think like that. A lot yeah, of I like what, I'm gonna influential start, people. I'm gonna like but. start sunbathing on some clouds or something. Like that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't no know. No one what it knows. Is. I I know. You it's don't not, know. I don't know, but I You just feel I don't think it's nothing. <laughs> could be scary thought all right well but like are my past dogs in heaven because if they're not in heaven there's no heaven your dog yeah everything that's alive like i kind of set you up well it depends whether your dogs they were all really good dogs they were all good dogs they give 10 percent at church they (laughs) okay sam's going to heaven sam's look at this guy sam's in heaven he's never done anything mean in his life no Never. He's he's already there. Okay. Um, take it down a notch. Um, less greenhouse gas emissions. Oh, we talked yeah. a lot about the environment. Uh, we get you lump- cannot be an environmentalist and eat meat or dairy. Oh wow, I've heard that before. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah, that's the the angry cowboy quote. Yeah. Mad cowboy. No, I'm pretty sure I said it. No, it's yeah. just and it's insane. It's insane the lengths that people go to help the environment in other ways when they're yeah. still eating meat and dairy. Today, oh, this is more cruelty related, but uh, oh, what's that shitty, awful fast food chicken place? Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's today was like, buy a Happy Meal and we'll donate to this pet organization to help save a pet that's so like, annoying you're just murdering animals over here right and then, like giving a stuffed animal to like a, a kitten over here right. i don't know no but that's, anyways that's, invo- for suckers. that's not first of all that's for though. suckers it is and it works but the the donating a dollar like when you buy your food that's for suckers yeah. No, hundred percent. There's some good charities out there. They get their money from McDonald's or Raising Cane's. No, well, yeah, St. Jude gets it from McDonald's, doesn't it? It's like I think one of they the get best like charities the pennies. They get like the pennies in that thing. Yeah, that's something. Not like, do you want to spend a dollar? Well, let's go back to your earlier statement, which I agree with. Nine, ten, and eleven, and twelve. <laughs> the rest of these are environmental, and no. I completely agree with that. Um, I think there's a lot of environmentalists, quote unquote, out there who are just scarfing down animal products. Yeah. And they have no correlation. Well, maybe they do. But it doesn't seem like they put a correlation between that and the environment. No, and it's crazy because that's the biggest freaking environmental impact ever. Like even James tonight was like, Miss L, did you know that white rhinos caucasian rhinos are being (laughs) murdered at a crazy rate 
And I was like, yes. You're going to be extinct? Yes, James. I do know this. And he was like, yeah, that's screwed up. And I was like, do you know why? And I explained to him that a lot of farmland in like, you know, places where rhinos live, like in Africa, is being used for cattle. So like they need to clear lands and cattle are going to graze over there. And that's screwed up because of our consumption. And yeah. it, and I, I like once I was like, do you know why, James? He, like I saw in his eyes, he just like went dead. Like he wasn't paying attention anymore. <laughs> but it's but the, his face and the face of a lot of other people, it's the same thing. You know, once you try to explain like, oh, this is actually a correlation to this. They're like, OK. Oh, yeah. Like, I have to stop. Like go get in your um, your SUV, you gas yeah. guzzler. I remember before I was vegan, people, including myself, seeing Leonardo DiCaprio like talk about um, like greenhouse gases and he's mm-hmm. like a lunatic for global warming. Be like, oh yeah, but you're flying your freaking jet around and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But now I look at this and I'm like. It's not the same. Yeah, fly your jet. If Go you're not, for it. Like you're not contributing as much to environmental destruction. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't be like, you know, showboating around. Yeah, I mean. Take your private jet when necessary. Like our heat's set at 73 right now. Could go to 80. Yeah. (laughs) Six degrees outside. But, you know, we're not. It's just this is the biggest impact you can have on the environment. Yeah. Um, Like, so if you care about polar bears, stop eating cows well deforestation is 10 which you just talked about um with the fern gully uh, did we have you watched fern gully we've talked about this no i haven't okay tomorrow we're doing it it's avatar we decided right it is avatar but just in cartoon form <laughs> in the 90s all right we'll watch it tomorrow um obviously you've heard it before if you listen to lisa beats your meat animal agriculture is responsible for 91 percent of amazon um deforestation which is a lot um, <laughs> <laughs> which is like a little bit more than the majority 91 yeah. percent. there's there's people who have like chained themselves to trees who are not vegans yeah it's they're like, like give me my beef jerky i'm running out of energy yeah. <laughs> this, don't cut this tree down um i, I think that's that's just like a educational thing people just don't know that's they're they wearing know like what's, leather Birkenstocks. Yeah, too. they think like the trees are getting cut down to build like houses and shacks. Yeah, that's stupid. Um, they didn't de- get like a brand new car when they turned 16, so they had to rebel against their dad and go tie themselves to a tree. That's why I thought all vegans were. Nah. Including you. I didn't rebel against my dad. My dad's the shit, man. I was like, oh, I love she's, him. she's fresh out of college. Okay. She'll come around. And I'm. <laughs> I want to beat you up so bad. (laughs) She'll come around. That's what I like didn't understand is that a lot of like I feel like guys, especially when I was like way younger, would be like, oh, she'll come around. You just don't know yet. I'm like, what? What do I not know? I feel like I know more. And that's why I am how I am. I know more about this than you. But I don't know what you're saying. Like what you are telling me is what normal people know. I know something different. Yeah. It's not me knowing less. It's me knowing more, you moron. Well, we didn't know that. They're also meatheads that I wasn't trying to eat. Ooh. Oh, get man. It? Lisa does not eat your meathead. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> um, number 11. This was staggering, too, for the environmental thing for me, uh, is the water. Um, so much water. I always have these, like, fantasies in my head of, like, dooms- doomsday prepper shit. Mm-hmm. Like, turning on the water. And it just not being there. Yeah. Like the thing that we sustain ourselves on, we 100% depend on our local governments to provide to us in a yeah. safe manner. Um, and, that's, and that scares you. Well, that's threatened by animal agriculture more than anything. But yeah, the, just the actual like balance of our society, mm-hmm. of our quote unquote civilized life that we live with this high technology and efficiency and blah, blah, blah. It all, in my opinion, centers around the fact that I turn on a, a, little, a little valve and water comes out that I can drink and it won't kill me. Mm-hmm. Like That's insane. The, um, the importance on it. Yeah, it's pretty important. Utilities, man. And it's... Public utilities. It's wasted more on animals than anything. Yeah. I think it's like 66 showers are equivalent to one Hamburger. cheeseburger. Or Hamburger. Cheeseburger. Without cheese on it. Yeah. 
Um, that's staggering. I don't know. That's like a hard, that, that kind of figures, um, no one's, no one's thinking about that. Because they're like, I don't know what that even means, you know? 2,500 gallons of water. You didn't even know what I just meant. Produce one pound of beef. Well, no, yeah, I do. 200,000 gallons no, of water. 2,500 gallons of water for one pound of beef. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's almost like what you were saying, which I was listening to. You weren't listening It's almost like the national debt. It's like such a high number that you're just like, in one just, ear and out the other. Yeah, like that's that's silly. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna save over a thousand gallons of water a day by going vegan. Yeah, and what? Like, yeah, water is just one of those crazy things that's like no one understands its importance because we're not out of it. You know? Yeah. Like, like Africa, they they are, and like wells are really like a, an important thing that they're trying to build over there, and it's like a huge disaster without water over there but in the united states you know we got it no one no one doesn't have water oh well like detroit they didn't have water yeah everyone freaked <laughs> out a big deal. apparently only one percent of like the earth's water is drinkable too yeah so i, I heard I'd a statistic like, oh there's all this water just the whole earth's water yeah no that's that's kinda gonna run out of it stupid um i also heard a statistic that the closer you are to the North Pole, the less your water has been drank before. That when you get down to, and I like, I someone said this to me, and I like just like what? took it. I just took it, and I like didn't really like ever like process it, so it like doesn't make sense in my head. But that like the like the fresher the water up north is than it is down south, <laughs> and that like in the process that probably starts over at the equator, right? I don't know, but like in the process of like the water cycle, that water up north, like Michigan water is cleaner than Florida water. I guess I could see so the it's, logic. So it's like that. it's been, I don't know, like and, and streams go downstream or water goes, flows downstream. Well, it heads to the ocean. Well, but downstream mean, is like, we're not necessarily at, on north and south poles but yeah but north isn't higher than right south. but like in general the higher like more north is cleaner water yeah i would say the farther from the equator because i don't know what this equator has to do with shit what do you- that's the hottest point on earth i'm picturing the fact that water's coming off of ice that's been frozen for yeah hundreds of millions of years and then when it gets unfrozen that's probably when it enters the system of consumption that makes sense the closer Don't you-, you throw a big word like consumption then look at me like i'm a moron you go does it make sense <laughs> the closer you get to <laughs> you the know what i'm equator talking where there probably isn't anything frozen right that water is just flowing everywhere yeah. i'm just saying the farthest know, from ice to heat this was just like a th- like literally someone was like do you know the water you were drinking right now has already been drank? AKA like it was drank, peed out into the system. You know, like I don't even, I don't even understand. Like in, it went like the water went into the wastewater treatment plant and got like recycled. That would make sense. So that's, it's saying that the like. North to South things are coming off the glaciers, but that could also be South to North. If you're talking. I don't get the poles. Like right? South America. Yeah. And upward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, well, we're almost done here. Um, the global food supply. Um, we're, go- we're growing enough food to feed 10 billion people. There's not 10 billion people on the earth. No, but there's like 70,000 cows. Wait, 70,000. That's not actually. An- <laughs> yeah. That's not a good number to compare well, to 10 more billion. Um, 10% of the world's population is undernourished. Um this number exceeds 50% in some locations, but we're growing, like growing plants, mm-hmm. plant-based diet, for enough cows. food for 10 billion people. God. And then so there's like people the world dying. That's crazy. Every like, second. Those little African babies are dying, man. Yeah. Those, you know, those, those pictures, those get ya. They do. Well, they, they don't sell them like that. With though. like they their extended bellies. Like showing you like people's dying of starvation and being like, here, we're clearing a field to grow soy, to yeah. feed cows that we ship to Ireland and England and France and Spain and America. Um, that's, that's what's insane to me is that 
to feed 10 million people to we're currently doing that. But every day that we expand um, farming and agriculture and everything it takes to to raise these animals, that number is going down as the population is going up. Right. That's why this is not going to be a choice at some point. You might as well start practicing now because veganism is not going to be a choice at some point in our lives, in in my opinion. Um, It's going to be like water world, man. Yeah. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And then we're going to listen to our podcast. We'll be like dead. And and then this podcast will get like famous. It'll be like, you know what they always go painting. They always say that artists are never appreciated in their own lifetime. I feel like I'm a little (laughs) underappreciated. Get a lot of like, why are you still talking? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So but, that was some crazy t- uh, statistics. Yeah. It's, After Waterworld, what are we at? Um, well, we have two, three more. Oh. Um, antibiotics. We've talked about that Ugh. one. The antibiotics are crazy. Yeah, we don't need to get Lisa off on her drug stuff. Mm-mm, I don't like drugs. I like a couple drugs. Yeah. Antibiotics, I mean, they're good. They, they've saved so much of humanity, but if you're consuming overused them every now. time you eat a cheeseburger yeah um yeah then so, when you need them they're not going to work yeah do you guys understand this they that do not. antibiotics kill off disease they kill off like infection but if you're eating a low dose of it possibly through your food and your dairy or your meats then when you have an infection and you need an antibiotic to cure you it's a small chance slash large chance that and it's not maybe like now it's a small chance, but maybe thirty years from now it's going to be a large chance that an antibiotic that you've been prescribed will not work to cure your tiniest little you know problem. And we're going to go back that. to like pre Civil War shit where it's like antibiotics were not available and people are dying from like the smallest illness. It's that's going to happen again because we've all been so desensitized to it. It's in the water, man. Yeah, currently, so last year, 23,000, which is a low number, but it's higher than it was the year before, people died from a bacteria because they were resistant to antibiotics. And that's insane. And that number keeps going up, and doctors are like, oh, shit, we have to stop prescribing these. No. That's really not where people are getting it. No, isn't like 80% of antibiotics been given to agriculture? 80% of the antibiotics produced and sold in America are given to livestock. That's 80%. Yeah. Don't eat livestock, man. And you're not getting it directly, but it's in there. Yeah. It's in there. And that's because they have all these fucked up diseases because of how they're grown so fast. Right. In such so they get insane conditions. They get low doses of antibiotics um, just like in a, you know, constant basis. So you're eating that. You're eating their antibiotics. If I wasn't vegan, this article would make me so vegan. Oh my gosh. Sometimes you are so corny. What's <laughs> the next I'm just one? like convincing myself of yeah. something that I've been like, convinced oh, of for a long God. time. I'm just like, how I, How does anyone? Okay. Uh, sorry. Um, less animal death. We haven't okay. got to that yet. Cruelty. It's bad. Um, don't, don't kill things. It's terrible. Even if they're, even if they're, you know, animals and you think they're here for you to eat. Just can you leave them alone? I really like them all. I was reading about someone. I feel like me and animals have like a bond. I don't like I. Yeah, you don't get down with animals. But like when I see like an animal, like when I see like a horse, I literally am like, what's up? You know, you know, I don't mess with your kind, right? No bond with animals. Mm, I have all the bonds. Like you're cool. You're an entertaining thing to have in my home. That's what a pet is. No, Um, they're like their own being. Like I'm I'm. 50% 50% in Sam's world as much as Sam's 50% in my world. Like we don't, he's not my dog, nor am I his owner. <laughs> we're just friends. That We're roommates. Well, I've come to appreciate the the being of the animal. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's funny, like my sister, Megan, mm-hmm. uh, who's been on this podcast, has two dogs now. Yeah. And she like used to be terrified of dogs and not like them. I'm really excited um, to meet like, her dog. A lot of people in my family, we're going to in a few days. A lot of my family has pets that they didn't before. Pets are not, no pets. I mean, you, you don't have to have like a, a bond with your pet. Jo- uh, it's to like, appreciate it's, it's an almost animal. Impo- well, it's almost impossible not to. Yeah. Like that's when like all the little things that a pet does that, can be gross, like have hair or snot or poop or, you know, 
be a hassle. Like you look past that. Right. And I was would I like, cleaned out would, Sam's ears today. Yeah, like it I'd was. Like, why would you get a pet? They're so awful. Terrible. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I was never a pet person, and I can't imagine not having one. Right. For a lot of reasons, but long story short, there's no way that these things aren't experiencing life in experiencing some pain. capacity. Maybe even one percent of us, but of the the life that we experience. But right. Yeah, even if they're experiencing 1% of the feelings we have, that's enough that they shouldn't probably be killed and eaten. That's yeah, so and no weird. one would eaten say that and they're... And eaten, man. Like, th- I know, like, <laughs> no one else or not not everyone, like, um, puts their, like, dog and the cow they're eating in the same category, but I do, and that's why it's so bizarre to me that I'm like, it's normal to kill this thing and then eat its flesh. And it's yeah. just like, that's really weird. Like, I would not want to eat my dog. I feel it's weird. You guys want to eat cows? Until I was like, I don't know, in my 20s, almost 30s mm-hmm. is when I started to really see how smart an animal could be. I didn't have pets growing up. Yeah. We had like some come and go, but I trained a dog and like, it's like, wow, you're insanely you're, smart. Yeah. And then like, meeting like you've exposed me to like pigs and cows and mm-hmm. chickens yeah and, like, the first time you saw a cow you were really wigged out i'd never been never touched a cow it was like the size of our couch they're just they're you were that, very hesitant thing over there but i then, was like, like riding it and off into the sunset <laughs> <laughs> i was really excited stand there and like pet a cow's head and look into its eyes from like two feet away mm-hmm. like so it's looking back it is. It's not 100%. just like, duh, like I thought it was. It's like, this is. It's a thing. Yeah. It's so looking at you and it's like this guy, this chump. It's <laughs> yeah, asshole. Yeah. Just because I, I can't pick up a sword or a gun and fight you back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Like I'd ram you into the we're ground. We're creating and murdering ruthlessly millions of animals. Yeah. That's another constantly. thing. James said when I was talking to him about the rhinos, I was like, I was like, do you know that? we have to clear lands for the cows. And he was like, so are you happy the rhinos are being extinct because you love cows and there's going to be more cows? And I was like, no, man. Like in third grade, is that quite? Yeah, but it, that was his like thought process that like there's more cows now. And I was like, yeah, but those are also being murdered yeah, they're, for they're meat. Yeah, they're there for, for dinner. It's, I, don't, I don't want those cows. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, the compassion thing's hard to ignore. And it's it's very um, hard to like explain to someone. You know, like the first thing someone says is like, dude, you're you're so corny for Well, we're gonna have coming up um in the next two or three podcasts, it's gonna be about the disconnect between the consumer and the animal and a lot of that has to do with lobbying and Okay. What we've been you know Yeah, what we've been taught. Well yeah, what we've been raised as as a culture. I like it. Um, last but not least, dun, dun, dun. those who follow plant-based diets um, have been found to experience improved mood. Orgasms. Oh, mood. Okay. <laughs> um, reduced meat, fish, and poultry intake resulted in better emotions. I can see that. Um, reduce veganism reduces stress and anxiety. I just take myself. I'm like super non-stressed, happy-go-lucky person. I am also. It's 100% what I eat, man. I kind of always have been, so I'm not going to definitely equate that to me. But, yeah, well. Um, I will say that there is a lot of articles out there that say veganism causes, like, fatigue and depression. Nah. You see that as a headline sometimes. No, I'm a, just kidding. Bleep no, that out. <laughs> I won't, but there's <laughs> a couple things that, like, you can miss out on as any as a meat eater or a vegan but you need your nutrients you need your fiber you need your mm-hmm. this and that and um, we've talked about all that stuff but um veganism as a whole when your body is working i think you that just does feel make better you feel better yeah you yeah. feel you don't feel groggy you don't feel weighed down yeah your stomach you, doesn't hurt you don't you have to go to the literally bathroom not be weighed down you're yeah you're thinner you're yeah. waking up fresh and alive. your hair looks better your skin looks better your eyes are more white yeah being teeth haunted are whiter. by the souls of murdered animals yeah take the words um. right out of my mouth man <laughs> yeah you do i mean i don't know it's a lot of little things and and 
um, that, you know, the moment you're making those conscious decisions to take your health into your own matters, you just feel better. Yeah. That's a lot of it too. So environmental, um, cruelty, health. When you feel like you're, you're attacking all of those things, you're obviously going to be happier, I think. Yeah. hundred percent. I think there might be some actual like chemical, physical things that change in your body. Serotonin? Beats some me. molly in your brain? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm just kidding. All right. Do we have any more? That's it. That's it. That's 15. 15 reasons the benefits of going vegan. Yeah. So that's Lisa Beats Your Meat, episode 32. What are we going to talk about next time? The disconnect between... Uh, I'm, I'm reading this thing about uh, lobbying and how we've gotten to the point where um, we keep scaling back the actual regulations on it's it's going to be a cruelty version on like slaughterhouses and used to be a lot more things just naturally in place because people were seeing what was happening and working at these places now it's a secret Um, but now it's a secret and now it's it's all production and speed and it's not changing much um so it's gonna be a political lobbying episode that one exciting All right. Well, this has been Lisa Beats Your Meat, episode 32, 31. 32. 32. Yeah. Again, we apologize for the the little delay there. We had like the longest gap ever, like a week and a half. Yeah. Well, it's the holiday season. Yeah. And um, we'll be back shortly. We won't let you hang in that long. Um, Subscribe on iTunes or Podbeam or whatever, Stitcher. Pea, yeah. Bean. I said it wrong. Pod bean. bean. Um, subscribe. Check the- out our vlog on YouTube if you so dare. Australia, what up? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, Lisa beats meat on Twitter. Yeah. Check out that Twitter. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any other social medias we're on. We don't have any guests lined up. Oh, okay. We've had some pretty awesome guests over our first 30 episodes. Well, we'll hit that up soon. So we'll figure it out. if you live in Australia. <laughs> and you want to be on Lisa Beats Your Meat. Yeah, and you have Skype. Call us in. And you like to talk at 10 in the morning because that'd be 10 at night for us. Just kidding, 7 in the morning. Are they? Okay. I don't know what the time difference is, but I'd love to talk to someone from Australia that is experiencing the change, I guess, that I keep reading about. Uh, But anyways, happy holidays. We've got New Year's coming up. Yep. And we're going to New York, so we've got a road trip coming up. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Good night. Bye.